If you have thyroid eye disease and itchy eyes have you itching for a fight, it might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit TreatMyTed.com. That's TreatMyTed.com. Curling fans, as America's best curling teams prepare to compete on the world stage, you've come to the one place with everything you need involving USA Curling. It's the Extra Extra In podcast with Bryce Atkinson. Get ready for everything that you need to know. News, interviews, points of view, anything involving Team USA forming and the 2018 Winter Olympics in South Korea for Team USA Curling is found here. It's the Extra Extra In podcast with Bryce Atkinson and the 12th In Sports Network crew powered by Isagenics. All right, welcome into the Extra Extra In podcast, and this will be episode one of our nightly recap here from the U.S. Olympic trials in Omaha. Price Atkinson and Jerry Gertz here high atop Baxter Arena as we will bring you a, a nightly recap post-game show. Whatever you want to term it, the Extra Action podcast will be here each night to kind of wrap up and put a bow on what went on during the day here as we had two draws, Jerry Gertz on the opening day and uh, let's get into some of this jerry gertz president curling zone ceo check out everything they've got online but more on that here in a little bit jerry themes of the night first of all i'm just going to say we had two draws we had a men's draw earlier we had obviously a a three sheet draw tonight real quick great crowd here at baxter arena for the opening of the olympic trials yeah, it's really uh, neat to see the number of people who are showing up to this event, the interest in the community here in Omaha, and, and uh, the excitement that I'm hearing about the event. I've you know, heard of people uh, coming in on flights uh, that are working the event, uh, hearing from people uh, excited to watch the curling, and, and the crowds were uh, great tonight here as well. So, you know, it, it's always neat to come down and see uh, the interest in the game in, in a new market like, like this here. Yeah, I mean, you're obviously from up in Canada in the Toronto area, but, you know, here in August for Curling Night in America, we had some good crowds, but obviously nothing like we had tonight. I mean, it was obviously pales in comparison when you talk Curling Night in America filming, but the Olympic trials, just the lower bowl wrapping around, not densely packed, but just the upper decks on the far side, too. Yeah, and you know, and you know what? I think the weather uh, <laughs> this week is more... Uh, suited to uh, coming inside and watching curling yeah compared to uh, uh curling night in america in august when uh you know it's bright sun and summer weather and uh, you got to experience a little bit of that today at Winterfest uh, <laughs> outdoors in the cold yes sir i was out to Winterfest across the street at stinson park had some really good crowds Winterfest presented by hershey's a lot of people came to try street curling it was a lot of fun a lot of people you know the things i heard in new york city last week the same things i heard today Oh, I've seen it on TV. I want to try it. Now, obviously, most of the people that were coming through were coming through en route to here in Baxter Arena because you go through Stinson Park, especially if you park over there by Exarban Village. But just some really good crowds. But, you know, the crowds in here were great. But let's get to some of the curling action. Jerry, biggest takeaways from the day. I'll start with one for me. Heater McCormick going 2-0 today, getting a win earlier in the day uh, as they beat – Craig Brown, 8-3, to three, and then tonight they get a really quality and, and solid 8-5 to five win over Brady Clark. Yeah, definitely a, a you know strong performance out of Heath McCormick's team. Um, from the sounds of things this season, they've had a really you know good season, and 
You know, their results may not show it as, as well as they could, but right. they've lost four qualifying games this season. So, mm-hmm. you know, you know, one or two more wins in those games and they'd be higher up in the rankings, and I think people would be taking a little bit more notice of them. Yep. But uh, they're stepping on the ice. They're playing really well here so far this week, and, and uh, you know, they look like they're going to be a team to reckon with. Yeah, and the Heaters team, that's a team where – I don't want to say combustible personalities. That's not that's not the way to term it. But for a team that really can be streaky in a lot of ways, to yeah. get a two and zero start, to, especially after nationals and what happened back in February, to get off that kind of start, I can't think of really a team that would need it maybe more than those guys. Yeah, I think at nationals last year they they came into that field as you know that team with a target on their back. Yeah. And, you know, you have to learn how to play under those kinds of conditions. And you see that out of teams who break through every year. You know, it's that sophomore slump, you almost call it. Yep. You know, and it, it's as much that teams are a little bit more prepared for uh, mm-hmm. to play a team like that because, yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, these are the guys we got to beat. And, you know, you look at the, the, the talent on that team and, and uh, you know, Heater brings a, a potentially aggressive style of game yeah. that's, uh, that I know when he came down here the first time that uh, – you know, it, it it really put pressure on opponents, and they and I think they won because of of how he played that game, and mm-hmm. and uh, so he brings a lot of that. And then of course you got Chris Plies, who's kind of you know he was the the young up and coming star of the game, and yeah, you know with with the way curling is, it's a it's kind of a lifetime sport, and, yeah. and Plies is is uh, primed, you know, that someday that talent is <laughs> could very well step through and. And you know what? They've played well as a team, and then the kids on the front end, yeah, uh, Corey and Tom, and uh, that's a good squad. Yeah, and here's what Heater McCormick had to say right after coming off the ice to finish the day 2-0. and All right, down here with Heater McCormick. Heater, two wins today. Can't think of a better way to get going here at the trials. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we played pretty solid, and, uh, you know, with it being a long, long day, and uh, you know, I was starting to feel it. We were all, I think, starting to feel it in the last half of that last game, but we were able to stick with it and uh, and grind it out for a win, yeah. How much is the feel it? How much is that mental, you know, having to be so dialed in? Yeah, and, and uh, the last half of that game, I knew, I could tell everybody was, you know, we were leaking a bit, but we just, you know, everybody had a little snack, trying to keep drinking water, and you got to just kind of try and keep doing the things that, you know, keep your mind focused, and I just, yeah. we really tried to do that. How'd the draw weight feel out there tonight with the ice or in today? Yeah, I mean, it felt pretty good. Um, you know, there's uh, there's some spots that it can be tricky, but mm-hmm. uh, overall, the, I mean, the ice is great. It's yeah. always It always is here. Um, so, yeah. 2 no start. Can't think of a better way. Congratulations, Heater. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right, that's Heater McCormick coming off the ice as they get to 2-0, and and you could hear the relief in his voice, just a long day, happy to get out of here. They won't be back on the ice. Of course, nobody will until 1 o'clock, technically, is our draw tomorrow. Won't be in the morning, Sunday here. It will be at 1 o'clock local time as McCormick will take on John Schuster in a really good game. But continuing really with the, the day, you know, on the men's side, I look at Brady Clark. Those guys were a team that I personally, in, in, in our uh, trials preview special, I thought Clark and those guys, I've just had this gut feeling that they're poised to make the finals, and obviously they still might, but an 0-2 start, Jerry Gertz. You mentioned they did not play, Brady himself did not play very well today. Yeah, I, I agree with your th- thinking on Brady Clark coming into this event. and you know They, they lost the final in Sarnia, and they had some yeah. very strong results uh, to finish off the season, but... You know, that, that first game against Schuster, 
couple misses late, some miss sweeping calls, uh, and, and you know it was almost one of those games they should have won. I'm almost wondering if that's the game that might be back breaking out of the gate because you saw in the, his game this evening against yeah. uh, against uh, Heater. Yeah. First end, Brady had a you know fairly open hit to score one against three counting stones. Yeah. You know, flipped it out a little bit and rolled out and gave up a steal of two. Yeah. Total carryover from, from the loss to Schuster in a game he should have won. Right. So, and and uh, Brady said almost that much to me a little bit earlier down there and talking with him and said, look, we we played better. We we played well enough to win. Just those mistakes at the end, just just too critical. As Jerry Gertz, president and CEO of Curling Zone, and myself, Price Atkinson here, high atop Baxter Arena, recapping the day here on the Extra Extra Podcast. Our first of our nightly wrap-ups, kind of post-game show, if you will, to kind of put, you know, the finishing touches on each day in Baxter Arena and the Olympic Trials. But Craig Brown, another uh, team caught up with Craig here. You know, after they came off the ice, they got a win tonight as they defeat Todd Burr, who took the ice for the first time tonight. But Craig Brown and company, they get an 8-4 to four win. Here's what Craig had to say, kind of getting a taste of victory for the first time here at the trials. All right, here with Craig Brown. And, Craig, you guys just get off the ice. Had a tough one this morning, but getting in the win column tonight, how did it feel to get that first win tonight? Oh, it's really good. We uh, we played well tonight. We didn't we didn't play that bad this afternoon, but we had one really bad end, and then they, they capitalized on every little opening we gave them this afternoon. And it was kind of the opposite tonight. They gave us a couple breaks, and we... We executed on all of them and scored points. Yeah. Did it feel? Did y'all just feel a little bit more comfortable out there tonight after getting one game on your belt this morning, or was it? I mean, just the same. You guys are just going out there to get the job done. I think it's just the same. It's the conditions are the same as they are for nationals, and they're you know they're pretty much perfect. So. Yeah. How is the ice playing? I mean, is it feeling pretty good out there? I mean, it's Dave's ice, so you can't really complain if at all, right? No, the ice is fine. Um, you know, I mean, who knows what could happen throughout the week with you know air conditioning breaking or dehumidifiers or whatever but no it's it's fine the ice is good yeah what do you guys do tonight and tomorrow morning get a little bit more extra rest since we're not into one o'clock but you know kind of what do you do between now and then uh, we got the buy so we're off until tomorrow night so i don't know what we're gonna do we're gonna throw some stones here late tonight and probably sleep in a little bit and then we'll see i don't know awesome congratulations craig Maybe we'll go to the zoo. I hear they got a great here. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Craig Brown, we'll be right back. All right, and that's Craig Brown there, Jerry. And, you know, any thoughts real quick on uh, what you saw to Craig today, those guys on the ice twice. And you know, as I mentioned, Todd Burr, the, the late addition here to the trials, but uh, they hit the ice tonight. But Craig Brown, 8-4 to four over those guys. Yeah, Brown's team struggled in the, their first game earlier today. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the struggles were up and down the lineup. Okay. Uh, Sean Baton had a, a solid game at lead, but falling uh, falling behind early, you know, you'll see that happen a lot of times where the lead is tasked with uh, lobbing guards up front for a for a long period of time. Yeah. But uh, you know, they really bounced back strong tonight. Uh, you know, the back end, uh, Craig was ninety five percent. Jason Smith now playing third was ninety one percent. So. You know, that's a really strong performance mm-hmm. and a great bounce-back game for a team that I think needs to get off to a good start sure. here. They've had a, they've really had a tough second, you know, last month, six weeks of the season. And, yep. And, you know, it, it's something that, uh, you know, that start, you know, they need to get some wins early to right. make sure that 
you know, they don't feel that uh, that pressure. Yeah. All right, when we come back, we're going to take a look at the women's side today. We had a one draw tonight, but just we're step away for about 30 to 60 seconds. Coming right back here, Jerry Gertz and myself, Price Atkinson, high atop Baxter Arena, recapping day one of the U.S. Olympic trials here on the Extra Extra and Podcast with the 12th In Sports Network, powered by Isagenics. If you're looking to buy new curling equipment, don't settle for cheap imitations. Hardline came onto the scene seven years ago and is now at the forefront of high-performance and recreational curling equipment. Hardline's ice pad is the best choice when it comes to brush heads, which is why top-ranked pros play with it, including world champions Team Gushu, as well as U.S. men's and women's national champions Team Schuster and Team Sinclair. Whether you're looking for brooms, the Pro Slide Delivery Aid designed by Reed Carruthers, or shoes and apparel, take a look at Hardline and see why they are the number one choice for curling equipment. Show this sponsor your support by going to www.tesn.us and clicking on Hardline's ice pad logo. All right, welcome back into the Extra Extra and Podcast with the 12th and Sports Network powered by Isagenics, our nightly recap, night one, day one in the books here in Omaha, Nebraska. Jerry Gertz, president and CEO of Curling Zone, and Price Atkinson here. Appreciate everybody tuning in to kind of get what went down in just a condensed version. Hope everybody tuned into the live stream on the NBC app on, on live on NBC Sports and you know, everything will be brought to you every game, the live stream here, uh, all the way up until Thursday when NBC Sports will take over. But we had a lot of fun today. It was just great to finally get this event started, Jerry. And getting this event started finally was tonight with a women's game, Nina Roth and Jamie Sinclair. We talked about it on our Trials Preview special, co-favorites, but they did battle tonight as Jamie Sinclair gets a 9-8 win over Nina Roth in a game that honestly was not anywhere that close. Yeah, Nina, uh, sorry, uh, Jamie's team really uh, stepped out of the gate quick and, and, and played well. And, you know, I really see confidence in that team right now mm-hmm. and, and their approach in the game. And, you know, there's there's more to it than than uh, than just the execution of the shots and everything. Mm-hmm. That's a team that's really building great game plans out there on the ice and, you know, delving into the analytics world and, and uh, you know, you know, using all the tools that mm-hmm. they can to try and and uh, get some victories, and yeah. you know, they played that game to a T. You know, it was yeah. textbook out there, and you know, off to a great start. Mm-hmm. Uh, made a ton of shots up and down the lineup, and put a ton of pressure on on Nina's team. Who, you know, yeah, you're saying the nine eight score, you know, looks close, but uh, Jamie had a shot for five, I think, in the ninth end yep. to break it open, and then in the tenth uh, end. Uh, Jamie on her last two shots she was left with basically she just had to remove one red stone with each shot and they were yeah. wide open so yeah it was nine six there in the in the ninth and as you mentioned had a chance for five which would have obviously blown the total doors off and you know does not you know Nina gets the what the she gets one and obviously we play on and it was nine eight but I mean it really started at the very beginning when Jamie got three in the very first end but and yeah you know what that ninth end too that's that's a strength of Nina's game. Yeah. You know, she's got great draw weight and for her putting lots of rocks in play mm-hmm. and, and, uh, you know, making it uh, a bit messy and a bit, uh, busy out on the ice is, is a strength for uh, Nina's team. Yeah. Whereas when you look at Jamie's team, they're a little bit opposite. They tend to play a little bit more wide open and enjoy that style of game a bit more. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a little bit of oil and water out there when they play against each other and, and, uh, you know, that threat Nina has that yeah. when there's rocks in play, she's got that, you know, that shot in her hand, that draw right. weight 
where she can hide one somewhere and, <laughs> and uh, get that steal. So uh, it'll be interesting to see as these teams play each other a few more times uh, over the course of the week. And sure. Potentially that best of three final at the end. <laughs> Is Monica Walker caught up with her immediately after the 9-8 win? And here's what she had to say, just relieved to finally get out on the ice. Could you guys get on the ice tonight? Just how good did it feel to be on the ice You know, after a lot, what seems probably like a very long wait for y'all? Yeah, we were really excited to play just because we've been here for like a day now and we're just waiting to get on the ice and um, we were looking really forward to getting into that flow of performance when we're playing really well Um, and I think like right from the first end we were able to get right into that flow. Yeah. Yeah. And talk about you get the 9-8 win over Nina Roth but just the getting off to a good start and a win, your first game, it feels good, it's the right kind of start you want for a long week. Exactly. I mean, um, we know that we have certain things we need to do to get started on a good good note. And uh, the first thing was just getting the hammer. Um, I, so both of us threw really good LSD hammer shots, and we were able to get the hammer for the first end, and that started us on a good path. Yeah. Um, and then we got three in the first end. So yeah. um, we just were trying to accomplish small, break it down into small goals and accomplish small goals, and then ultimately hope win the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, uh, what about the crowd here tonight? I mean, the Omaha comes out just the very first night, just a ton of energy. Could you guys speed off that energy here in the building? Yeah, I was, like, really surprised because um, I think they were actually cheering for one of my shots. Like, usually that doesn't happen for a lead. But, um, yeah, the en- crowds are great. The energy is great. Um, so many cool signs out there. The big, the fat heads are great. Um, it's awesome. I've played in Olympic trials and nationals where there aren't that many people in the crowd, so it's nice to have the crowd. It's a great feeling. And how fun is it to w- look up there and see a Monica Walker fat head? How just awesome is that? Tell me. Don't hold back. Actually, it's a little embarrassing, but um, it's weird because every, I feel like every section of the crowd I look in, I see a Monica Walker fat head. I don't know if there's like multiple out there or they keep moving around, but um, yeah, it's pretty cool to have to have them. It's kind of funny, but I just, I just think the Monica Walker fan base is that big. That's what it is, Monica. Yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> All right, congratulations, Monica Walker, Team Sinclair, a nine-eight winner tonight over Nina Roth. We'll see you tomorrow. Cool. Thanks. All right, that's Monica Walker. From Team Sinclair, again, a 9-8 winner is Corey Christensen. She had the night off tonight, along with John Schuster. They had buys tonight. Jerry, uh, you know, final thoughts here just real quickly on day one as we'll touch on what the games are in the first draw tomorrow uh, and then certainly the 7 o'clock draw tomorrow. Uh, We'll touch on that just in a second. But just any final thoughts on just how day one transpired here? Yeah, you know what? Uh, great start to the event. Mm-hmm. You can kind of feel the tension in the air a little bit. You know, these teams uh, know what's uh, in the air at the end. Yep. You know, walking into the host hotel last night, the, the Courtyard Marriott, there's a uh, Olympic flag hanging uh, in the lobby. Yep. So if you didn't know what you are playing for, right there, bang on, you know, those uh, five rings that... Uh, all these teams are chasing is uh, right in the forefront. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I felt it, I mean, clearly this is not Nationals, but there is a different feel, especially down on the ice, down around, you know, the benches. You can, just everybody is just a little bit wound a little bit tighter, but that's clearly a byproduct of knowing what's at stake and playing on really the biggest stage that a lot of these teams, let's be honest about it, this is the biggest stage a lot of these teams will play on and that's the Olympic trials, a chance to go to the Olympic Games, Jerry. Yeah. yeah, curling is one of these sports where trying harder doesn't gen- usually generate better results. You sure. know, it's, you got to find a way in this pressure cooker atmosphere 
to just step back and relax. Yep. Keep it normal. Keep it, you know, feeling like it's just any other game out there. And, you know, that's where experience, I think that's where John Schuster has always been so good at these events. Yeah. He's done, he's done it. He's been there three times, you know, going for his fourth now. Yep. Um, you know, the women's side, it is totally wide open because nobody has done it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, you know, you look at, you know, which team can be the most relaxed, which team can go through the process and mm-hmm. forget it, forget about the outcome at the end of the day. Yeah, and that's – I just go back to starts. And when you get a positive start, whether it's just Jamie tonight getting that first win or a guy like here getting two wins today, in a setting like this, winning helps relax you. When you lose, you obviously are trying to maybe tinker with things. You're starting to go through things in your head, wonder what we did, what we didn't do. Winning cures a lot of that, and so obviously those teams that get off to a good start. Uh, but we did get off to a good start today. It was a lot of fun here in Baxter Arena, Jerry, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Is tomorrow what we have coming up in the one o'clock session again? Two draws tomorrow, one o'clock, and then seven o'clock here at Baxter Arena, local Central Time tomorrow morning. We will have John Schuster and Heater McCormick on sheet B. Then on our feature sheet, the web stream, the 12th Men Sports Network on the NBC app, we will have Todd Burr and Brady Clark. And then on sheet D, Jerry, we'll have Nina Roth and Corey Christensen as Corey finally will get to take the ice for the first time. Craig Brown, Jamie Sinclair, they will have buys in the morning. Yeah, you know, it'll be uh, interesting to see Corey Christensen's team to see how they uh, come out of the gate and play. And, you know, that's the team on the women's side that's not supposed to win. Sure. But they're definitely good enough to win. And, but you're and, playing loose because yeah. you don't have the pressure, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'll be very interested to see how they start the week and, mm-hmm. and how they get things going. And and then, of course, you've got uh, Brady Clark and Todd Burr, two teams who have come in struggling a little bit uh, into day two. And, and uh, you know both of them are looking to get on the uh, on the right side of the rock here yep and then uh, the second draw tomorrow seven o'clock local time here in omaha eight o'clock in the east tomorrow evening it will be jamie sinclair and Corey christensen on sheet b on our feature sheet tomorrow night that will be john schuster and craig brown and then on sheet d that'll be todd burr and heater mccormick on sheet D tomorrow night. So as we get ready to wrap up here on the Extraction Podcast with the 12th Men Sports Network, Jerry Gertz, president and CEO of Curling Zone, Price Atkinson, just out the door, Jerry. The weather is going to warm up for us over the next coming days. I, in particular, are very excited about that. <laughs> I will tell you, it talking down there with a couple people, it actually feels fairly warm in here. I think it's warmer in here than it was back in August for Curling Night in America. Yeah, I've heard some. I've heard some talk that there's a little bit of concern that it's maybe a little bit too warm for the ice. Yeah, and uh, it's you know I know the ice makers are going to be working hard to, uh, you know, to to maintain the temperatures and everything with the crowds and everything that are going on. The good thing that will help them is the schedule. Yeah, two draws with the big breaks between, they'll get a chance to crank down the temperatures and and pull the warm air out of the building and and. Yeah. Uh, you know, hopefully we'll continue to see some great ice conditions out there uh, for the, you know, the rest of the week. Well, Dave Stabatak, Mag's great ice, and I know the players love it, but we've loved it being here today. We'll do this again tomorrow, your nightly recap, where we will recap the action here. But for Price Atkinson, high atop Baxter Arena, myself, and then Jerry Gertz, appreciate you doing this. We're going to get to do this several more times through the week. I think we're going to have more and more fun as we go through this and, and smooth out the kinks. But, Jerry, 
appreciate your time. Uh, you know, just tell everybody what you got at Curling Zone here and the coverage you guys have through the week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a lot of great stories coming out of this week. And, and uh, you know, you always see that out of the trials and everything. And, and of course, Curling Zone, we've got uh, lots of other events going on at the same time, too. So <laughs> I'm keeping my eyes going on many events around the world. So You're, you're uh, the hardest working man in curling. I say that all the time, and it is the God's honest truth, Jerry Gertz. Thanks, you Price. are a hard working dude. So... For Jerry and Price, way up here in uh, Baxter Arena, don't forget the NBC Sports app for free. You don't need your login provider information. Every, all the games stream right there. You can check it out online. But for Saturday night, it's in the books. Day one of the U.S. Olympic trials here in Omaha. We'll see you again tomorrow night on the Extra Extra Podcast with the Quilton Sports Network, powered by Ice Thanks for being with us on this edition of the Extra Extra In Podcast with Price Atkinson. Follow Price and the 12th In Sports Network crew on Twitter and Facebook to stay up on our weekly contests, giveaways, and guests for upcoming episodes of the Extra Extra In Podcast, powered by Isogenics. When the weather outside is frightful, the Hyundai Santa Fe is... What's the word? Delightful. Because it's got available H-Track all-wheel drive to make being out together better. Enter for your chance to win the newly redesigned Santa Fe, packed with all the jingle bells and whistles you need to go dashing through the snow together. To enter, visit Amazon.com slash Hyundai or scan the QR code on specially marked red and green Amazon boxes. No purchase necessary. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. If you're a defender fighting to protect your organization from cyber attackers, you must be successful ending attacks every single time. They only need to be successful once. Cyber Reason reverses the attacker's advantage. Our future-ready attack platform gives defenders the wisdom to uncover, understand, and piece together multiple threats and the precision focus to end cyber attacks instantly. Together, we are the defenders. Cyber Reason. End cyber attacks. From endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com. That's C-Y-B-E-R-E-A-S-O-N.com.